0: I'm Erin and I'm Allie. I'm 32 years old and I don't think I'll ever get my blood taken without acting like a little bitch baby. And I'm a cozy unicorn. And, and we, we hate everything.
1: Giving it some jazzy <laughs> How are you, unicorn? I'm good because I'm wearing my unicorn onesie. Thank you very much. You
0: and your partner look incredibly cozy today. So look.
1: Yeah. It is raining in Los Angeles today, Uh and that is an event for the ages. Yeah. One for the the record books, you know? It's just a really beautiful moment for all of us living here.
0: That's true. I have no comment on the rain other than I stayed inside.
1: You're wearing a very cozy sweater, though.
0: I am. I am because we do this thing on video now, and I have like weird body consciousness <laughs> stuff now that I've had to interact with the video of my fucking face <laughs> and
1: body for like an entire week. I'm like, no. You know, it's so funny. I thought about wearing makeup, and then I got a sty, and actually, I got one in each eye. No. So I'm like, no, we won't be doing that. No, that you will, will not be happening. Yeah, I know. I have to wear makeup tomorrow, so I'm not fucking doing it today. We can't be bothered. I'm we not doing it. Be bothered. <laughs> we won't do it
0: we it's never gonna happen it's guys this going is this is what to you're happen. gonna get there are pictures of me on the internet wearing makeup but just like that's not what i'm doing great right yeah now.
1: look those up and <laughs> we'll look how we look here Allie. i want to get right into this yep. what are we drinking Oh, we're
0: drinking target brand pumpkin hot cocoa mm. i tried to get apple cider target does not have apple cider it's basically a hate crime um <laughs> directed at you. Because it's fall. It's fall. <laughs> Have an apple beverage that isn't Mott's juice, bitch. Oh no, not the juice. Not the juice. I'm not gonna do not juice, the juice and then like say it's cider. It's not happening. Anyway. So Erin, being the lovely partner she is, was like, how about hot cocoa? Because it fits. It's, it's also cozy. It's, you know, this is our episode before Halloween. We're gonna be festive. Yeah. So we made pumpkin hot cocoa with a little cream, a little bit of your half and half, and then some Um, rip and pull marshmallows (laughs) from your camping trip
1: aka marshmallows that probably sat in a hot car and melted together yeah and are now just one big marshmallow
0: (laughs) so that's what happened and that's what we're drinking and you know what i'm not
1: mad i also don't drink hot cocoa made with water and i'm not mad at this see i've mostly i grew up drinking it made with water so the milk thing was new to me.
0: Oh no, the milk is like what makes it creamy. It's what makes it cocoa.
1: You are right, but also this is good. So It is good.
0: I'm not bothered by
1: it. I'm also not bothered. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Good. I had to take a minute and think about. It. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I had an angel reading last week mm, as
0: a gift from me.
1: As a gift from Allie doing the woo, trying the woo things. And you yes. know what? It was amazing.
0: Because Taylor's legit, and she's a delightful person, and I love her so much, and I go to her about once a year. I mean, I I
1: got a lot out of it, is what I'll say. Exactly. You know what I'm going to tell you and the listeners is that what I got was that our podcast is a phoenix. Mm. We are rising from the ashes. We are reborn. We are rejuvenated. Yeah. So that's what's up. Follow us on TikTok, by the way. <laughs>
0: yeah, you you went guns blazing. Um, and if you follow, actually, if you follow Taylor on Instagram, she does a Monday Angel Message, and the message for the collective had a lot of phoenix imagery in it. Wow. So apparently, this is going to be a good episode, guys. It's,
1: this is going to be a great episode. Um, a knows? lot of just new energy into the podcast. Yeah. Um, I had so. a full moon in my
0: sign oh yes um i did i did happy new year to me um yeah that was supposed supposed to be like really
1: active for your sign as well mm-hmm. i don't i don't i don't don't know what it means mm-hmm. so i can't tell yet yeah, like everyone's like there's a full moon it's supposed to be really active and i'm like what am i supposed to feel nothing what <laughs> don't does don't it mean about it. don't worry about, <laughs> it's about it's it supposed to mean no yeah um just don't even worry about it don't
0: worry about it don't
1: worry about it dude Allie. yeah what- It's the spooky season, and we've barely talked about it, other than a couple- Talked about the spooky season? The spooky season. Oh, yeah. What are your plans for the spooky season? I have
0: no idea, but I think me and some friends are going to rent out a theater, and I think you're coming, and I think we're watching Ghostbusters. You did invite me. and
1: (laughs) Okay, and this is so funny, because two days earlier, my partner had been like, "Eh, I'm not going to bother with a costume this year, and now there's a frantic pitch for like, gotta find a Halloween costume. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he keeps bringing up these costumes and I'm like yeah that sounds great and he'll be like no one will know who I am I'm like you'll just tell them it's it fine it doesn't matter no. it's me and
0: my friends and friends no, of friends Allie,
1: No you don't understand I'm going to show up in my panda onesie again when rob costumes he costumes hard Yes, He had a great suggestion today. We watched Hocus Pocus today. Love. And he suggested that you and I need to find a third Sanderson sister and go Uh as the Sanderson sister. Oh, I'm
0: going as Kathy
1: Najini. I know. I told Rob. I'm going to go as Sarah Jessica Parker because I have the hair for it currently. So what I'm hearing is we need a (laughs) redhead. I'm more looking for like a Bette Midler energy. (laughs) Because like that's a very wig. Like you need a wig. Yeah. So we're looking for our Bette Midler, if anybody out there has if any idea. If you are ideas. Bette Midler. If you are Bette Midler on the inside. Yeah. You don't have to be her on the outside, just on the inside.
0: Hocus, Let us know. Hocus Pocus makes me feel like I'm five. And I told you this, but mm. I'm going to tell the podcast. But I, I saw that movie in the theaters. I loved it. And I insisted on calling all of them by their full names, including mixing up Bette Midler. And I called her Met Biddler. Until I was, I think, around, like, 14. It's <laughs> like, the cutest long. thing
1: ever. So every
0: time I see Hocus Pocus, I'm like, mm, Matt Biddler.
1: Matt Biddler. Matt
0: Biddler, my friend. Oh, also, like, too you took a, you took a child to see that. That movie is about virginity yeah very right? explicitly a lot
1: about virginity so much about virginity really though a lot of my childhood fantasies which were um witches and talking cats like give me a witch and a talking cat i'll be happy oh forever. that
0: were you very into sabrina i was in fact yeah i was yeah that fits that fits were you Thank a you. dolly girl or a stevie nicks girl
1: Oh, that's a hard one. Both, right? I went through different phases. Mm-hmm. I like I love Dolly, and yeah. I've been through that. But I also Cause I feel did like sing. energetically
0: you're Stevie next, but culturally you're Dolly. That
1: yeah, that is very <laughs> appropriate. Yes. <laughs> I did sing Rihanna at a Battle of the Bands when I was in high got school. It, so got it. I find that a of lot that of, energy. like, the female
0: friends in my circle are, grew up Stevie girls mm. or Dolly girls, which is why I wanted to
1: Honestly, ask. I was a latecomer to the glory of Fleetwood Mac, like, truly. Like, yeah. I knew all the songs, but I didn't truly, like... Like, I think it was just in the last couple of years that I started just putting on Rumors front to back, like oh, the, of course. the full extra Nothing remastered version. Nothing Saturn Returns
0: quite like Rumors by Fleetwood uh, Mac.
1: I just put it on in my room alone, turn the lights down, and dance to Fleetwood Mac. It's great. It's a good hot tub, hot tub album Ooh. as well. Just like lay in a hot tub, look at the stars, listen to Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Allie, I feel like we should start. The actual podcast. Start talking. Yeah, like, but about the things that the podcast is about.
0: Oh, what fine. is the podcast
1: about? All it's about of the whatever things? the fuck we say. It's about Aaron. <laughs> okay, but Allie, what do you hate?
0: Oh, we do I'm, have to I'm do I'm that. I'm gonna part. overheat in this room because I'm wearing a large sweater and a blanket and a hot drink. I'm gonna burp. Give me two minutes. That's too long to ask for a burp. <laughs> that
1: was a very long ask. <laughs> <laughs> it did not take that. It long. It did
0: not take that long to burp.
1: No. It what didn't. was I
0: thinking? I think I met two seconds and then I
1: said two minutes. Okay, but Allie. <laughs> Allie. Yeah. Yes, you're going to overheat. I'm going to overheat because I overheat regardless. You of the overheat situation. constantly. Um, but what if do you get you- too close to
0: a light bulb, you will overheat?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> i have to keep the light turned out in my bedroom. I'm like, that light's too hot. It can't be on. We can't use it. Yeah. We can't use it. It's too hot. <laughs> what do you hate? Um, I hate de moi. Okay. Do to a, me no 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 Two of me
0: Two, yes two. Two, and then mes. I,
1: it's nonsensical french to me plural exactly <laughs> makes no what fucking is, sense what is this um it, i have heard it uh, uh, full disclosure i have heard it mentioned i do not really understand what it is
0: okay so it i read an article about like what the fuck exactly it is but just to walk you through it research it, um i did a little research i came with no notes um it was started by this woman. She's anonymous. Okay. A woman and her friend as like a socially fashion-y, lifestyle-y kind of blog. Okay.
1: And then they were really
0: fucking lazy about it.
1: Okay. And
0: then she had the handle and then the pandemic happened. And then she made it private and was like, hey, if you have any celebrity hot goss, DM me. So she was like running this, this private This is just account, like Some rando. Some rando. Wow. Um so now it's exploded. Now it's not private, but it's not vetted by anyone. She just blind posts screenshots of like I saw this person at this place or like I heard this from that or like I saw this person at the airport sometimes with like little creeper pictures. Um it's honestly like really fucking weird and frightening i have my own point of view about like celebrity gossip stuff Mm -hmm. um but what gets me about this site is that they're not like uh tmz or Perez hilton or you know fucking gawker where they're like let me verify my facts let me like get these blind items notarized let me like do my research they were like shrugsies this is for fun wow so and like tmz is bad enough they're bad like these, these places are bad um, so it's weird being like, oh, these these places have like ethics rules and morals, but they but in comparison. but in comparison, yeah, <laughs> Dumois wow. is like fly by night like insanity. And the tips that come in, some are absolutely bogus, but sometimes they break things like, you know, Zoe Kravitz's divorce. That ends up getting confirmed later because it blows up on Dumois, <laughs> yeah,
1: that that's that. Feels gross to me. It's disgusting. It feels gross. It's absolutely gross. Why do we need to know about Zoe Kravitz's I, personal life I, first? I, here's you know? the thing. Here's why I hate Dumois is
0: because I know too much about John Mulaney's intimate relationship for someone who is not a close friend or family mm. member of his. Right. I don't check Dumois. I found out about Dumois being on Twitter, and Twitter was like, "The fuck is this?" Basically, Dumois posted something where they were like. Oh, you know, just just some rumor about, like, his current relationship. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. not even going to fucking say it. It's I'm not spreading that. Um, And it kind of exploded. Now, here's the thing. When we're saying that we're doing this for fun, we shouldn't take it so seriously, blah, blah, blah. We're kind of ignoring the fact that these people are real humans with lives. Um, And she's like... The person who runs this, this is what gets me, the person who runs this is like, I don't want to be in the public eye, like, don't know who I am, please, blah, 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 like, give me privacy. And then she's like, oh, these celebrities choose to be in the public eye, so it's fine. And then someone interviewing her was like, excuse me, but you also talk about like their spouses and children, and they're not actively participating in in the this thing that you say that, you know, is the buy-in. And she's just like, "Mm, well, mm." it's fucking disgusting.
1: So my interaction with Dumois, not personal interaction, right. but my receiving it uh, in culture is through the Bachelor franchise mm-hmm. because they broke a hot story about what uh, a recent Bachelorette and her f- on and off again, fiancé, boyfriend, whatever, the winner of her season-ish, mm-hmm. um, and that he had cheated on her with another former Bachelor contestant. Yeah. Who was uh, on his show currently. And as far as I know, like, there still aren't any receipts for this. Yeah. Like, there's still not any proof that I've seen. So it sounds like it could be 100% made up. You know what I mean? that's the thing. A lot of these things
0: can be 100% made up and there is no way to tell the truth from the – you know, lies. Mm-hmm. Essentially, which is why I think it's inherently messed up. So getting back to John Mulaney. Okay. Leave John. I can't believe I'm saying this. Leave John Alone. This is feels like Chris Crocker. <laughs> I don't. As someone who is not oh even a God. huge John Mulaney fan, why do <laughs> I know too much about John Mullaney? Just because okay. I've logged onto
1: Twitter. <laughs> so, this is disgusting. I hate Domois. Here's the thing. I do also feel that I need to disclose that we had a long conversation about John Mullaney's private life at a dinner party I was at last you night. You did. Yes, why? but it was because he did an interview with Seth Myers. It was all oh, that interview was straight great. from his mouth. That Interview was great. Um, it was we uh, all of us were too old to know about De Moi or whatever, not online enough or something, right? <laughs> yes, okay, but like, I mean, this is the thing. Like, we are going to talk about celebrities' lives. Like, it's a thing that will happen. Yeah, and people are going to have opinions. I prefer not to, and I'm choosing not to. I'm just saying, like, as <laughs> a cultural item, I
0: think it's gross, but that's its own I separate mean, thing.
1: I, I talk about celebrity things. Not that often, and usually not that in that negative a way, except I'm still mad at Tom Brady for breaking up with Bridget Moynihan. I will never forgive you.
0: Oh, will I Will never remember forgive that. you.
1: Yes. She was pregnant. Some say he didn't find out until after they broke up. I say, really? Really, Tom? Yeah. You didn't know?
0: Okay. Anyway. So speaking <laughs> about breaking up with pregnant girlfriends, that was the thing. Uh-oh. I said I wasn't going to, but like-
1: this is so funny, yeah. Because there's only a certain segment of the population that knows this. I was literally at yeah. dinner with four people in the entertainment industry, one of whom is a reporter, and none of us knew that. None of us, knew, none of you knew that he no. was. That's weird. That's weird. As someone who like actively does not seek it out, I knew that because I saw that interview. Because you're on, you're on. Because I'm an Twitter. internet creature. Oh wait, are you talking about? He didn't break up with his pregnant girlfriend, though. Did that's, he? What that's what saying. That's what is saying. Right? We knew that. We knew. Up until what Dumois yeah. said because we yeah. don't know that. So you know what a weird six months this man has had. Yeah, sounds
0: like it. Okay, great. So let's pack this up, John Mulaney. Um what how I'm trying to understand Dumois, how it's fun to like really fucking skewer someone's life while they're currently in early sobriety. Yeah, you know? Like, I heard through the grapevine through other, like, addict friends that it's not wise to get into a relationship within, like, one year of, you know, sobriety. But also John Mulaney's life is, again, none of my fucking business.
1: True. And
0: I'm also of the mind where it's like, okay, if you're not a parent, don't give parenting advice. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if you're not an addict, maybe don't comment on John Mulaney's sobriety and how that affects his relationship with his, you know, girlfriend and like how impulsive he is or is not being like let's not have that as public discourse there's no reason full view that it should be of everyone else yeah 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 like what that is do you see what i mean it like it sounds like it's fun and then it derails into something completely dangerous
1: yeah like well, holy fuck i also feel like some of this stuff it's like really like I'll, let's take your first example, Zoe Kravitz' marriage dissolving, right? Yeah. Do we really need to know that, like, before they decide to make it public? No. Like, why do we need to know early? Like, why do we need to know first? Like, can't they just, like... Get their shit together, figure out what they're gonna do, figure out how they wanna present it to the public. Yeah. Because they will, because they're public people and it'll have to happen. Yeah. Like that's annoying enough that they have to do that.
0: Yeah, like being being famous looks
1: like a total assic. Yeah, it seems really pretty annoying, but like please subscribe, you know, follow, tell your friends. <laughs> Oh, man. I,
0: I think my mom said to me once, she's just like, maybe you stay a writer and you don't get famous. That would be nice. <laughs> Shut up. Um, yes,
1: but I want the power. I crave the power. I'm
0: like, I want to win an Emmy, but I also... <laughs> want no one
1: to know your um, face? It's going to be hard.
0: Want to, you know, go to Trader Joe's and mind my business. Right, right. You, <laughs> seems like I can't have both,
1: but whatever. I think certain if you I think certain kinds of people can yeah we'll see I mean we'll find out we'll find out eventually (laughs) um
0: but it's just really fucking gross and skeezy and the other thing is that whole double standard that I just explained where she's like it's fun they asked for it which like if you're saying anyone asked for anything no they didn't no they didn't when have you ever said they asked for it and meant that someone said literally please give it to me please give me this
1: thing like what? Yeah, you're right. That's kind of a red flag. That's if a are red flag. Maybe pause. That is
0: a red flag, man. Because if someone literally asks for it, you don't need to bring it up.
1: Because they'll own up to it. Yeah. And I think it is like we have, we do have like a gross thing around celebrity culture now where it's like no one's asking for that level of intrusion, mm-hmm. right? No one's asking for it that. Yeah. Like John Mulaney asked to be a comedian who gets to do his comedy and make people laugh. Right. Yeah. I'm assuming what his life purpose is. But let's assume. And if you happen to know what his face looks like as a byproduct of that. Yeah. Okay. But let's assume that John Mulaney's purpose on this earth is to bring people laughter and joy. Yeah. And that's what he wants to do. It's really a horrible like side effect that he's now famous enough that everybody wants to know about his personal life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not the pill. That's the side effect.
0: Yeah, I just think we're bringing a d- – we're inviting danger into someone's early sobriety. Yeah. And that is what gave me the icks. Because, like, I scrolled through Domo and I saw that and I was like, all right, what the fuck is this thing? And sometimes it's things that are incredibly fake where it's just like, oh, I saw Whitney Cummings at the airport. And she ordered three pizzas and <laughs> ate just the crust and then threw it out. I'm like, <laughs>
1: but also, like, what a boss move. What a boss move. To- Whitney Cummings, I hope you did that. What I hope just it's- to fuck with people.
0: Right? <laughs> like, you knew someone was taking
1: pictures of you and just well, like, I'm like, gonna do right, the weirdest shit possible. I'm gonna possible. do something very strange. Oh, I love that. I, would totally I love do that, that for
0: her. But there was there's some of that, and then there's some where it's just like, I asked Jason Sudeikis for a picture and he said, yes, he's so nice. And then it's like, fine. I don't care about that. Great. That's doing no one any harm. And then there's the weird stalker shots. Allegedly, I haven't seen these, but allegedly it's like, I'm Taylor Swift's neighbor in New York City and I can see into her apartment. (gasps) And she's fucking this person. That is literal stalking. Because it's a crowd based celebrity
1: stalking system that does not get vetted. So I want to add to this, yes, I, de moi, I feel very fancy every time I say it is the only thing. Um, de moi is a social media based. But the other thing I think that makes it so, like you're saying dangerous, mm-hmm. um is that everyone can now access these people, right? Mm-hmm. Through DMs. And, you know, tweeting at them and all these things. And, like, you, I think as a celebrity, like, you can only block out so much of that unless you just give your social media to someone else to manage. Mm-hmm. Because – and that is diff- that is different from how things used to be, right? It yeah. used to be people could write you fan mail that your assistant or something went through. Yeah. But, like, it was – they would just – you would never see the bad things, right? They would never make it to you. Right, you can also kind of
0: live your life and mind your business and only worry
1: about, like, paparazzi.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which
1: in in the 90s, there was very invasive paparazzi. Hello, Diana. Yeah. Um, But, like, it's different now that you can just click a button and write whatever message you want to this person, either privately or publicly. Yeah. And a lot of times, they're going to see at least a few of those before they shut the whole thing down, you know? Yeah. That's gross.
0: Yeah, it's really – Fucking icky and it's invasive. And like, what the fuck are you doing? Because if you're gonna be that, like, be Perez Hilton about it. And even Perez Hilton is just like, I did some shitty things to Britney and now I have to make a public statement about it because mm-hmm. I'm reevaluating my whole job and life, purpose and existence. Like, this have we not learned our fucking lesson? You London can't be Hope. all, like, free Britney and then, like, shoveling de Mois in your fucking mouth. Yeah. Like, that's not in alignment with any sort of fucking values. I just think it's icky, especially because they're not vetted. Yeah. Anyone can write in. Anyone I could, can say anything. I could invent a weird story about pizza in the Denver airport. Yep who knows who knows maybe Whitney Cummings has to make a statement about it now because everyone's wasting
1: everyone's oh time my
0: god. oh my god and some of them are so vague some of them are like I saw an a-list singer shooting something in New York City
1: okay great no one cares great that's everybody yeah welcome welcome that's, to the world
0: shut up yeah uh you're gross if you write into Dumois you're gross if you're running Dumois you're gross if you are enjoying Demois you're gross um, I don't know why we're fucking doing this. Can we act like adults or people who value just any iota of dignity? Just make it fucking stop. Anyway, that was my um weird, shallowish rant. Co-signed. Um, that it's shallowish. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, the shade. The How shade, dare you? The shade. The shade um, of it all. Because I know we're about to get into something
1: heavy. So. I'm going to get myself cozy. Everyone take a sip. <laughs> take a sip. This is a Harry Potter mug. I, I hate J.K. Rowling. I just want that to be noted for the record. It is a Slytherin mug. You can't take Slytherin away from me. But
0: I, I did buy Wars it before mug. I
1: hated her. This is this is quite old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just my disclaimer. Okay. Erin. Hi. What do you hate? Oh, boy. Um. So I hate the senseless death of helena hutchins yep me too it's just really horrible um i think most people have heard about this by now it's become kind of a big news story across the country not just in our industry but yeah um this is she's a cinematographer who was working on a feature film called rust with uh alec baldwin and he was firing what he – actually, he wasn't even trying to fire it. Um, but what it, what it was assumed to be a cold gun was pointed at her and was fired. And she died. Yep. And the director was injured. Um, it's just really fucking sad. And it has so many connections to so many parts of, like – what is going on in the world right now. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like at the bottom of this whole thing, there is a woman whose life was cut short. There is a family. There is a husband without a wife. There is a child without his mother. Like that's at the bottom of this story. And there are all these other layers that I think have been piled on top of it, some of which I think are valid and some of which I think are not. Yeah. But at the bottom of the bottom, I mean, kind of like what you're talking about. Like this is about a person, mm-hmm. like a human being who is not here anymore.
0: That gets extrapolated because it's close to a celebrity. Yes, like they're all. So it's all connected.
1: All the headlines. You know, I I got really mad looking at some of these headlines that are like Alec Baldwin shooting. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's like Alec Baldwin kills someone is like the headline, and I'm yeah. like, no, no. Helena Hutchins was killed in an accident on set. Yeah. And I'm no Alec Baldwin apologist. Like, um, the dude's an asshole. We all know this. Yeah. Um, That's fine. That's neither here nor there. He's still a human and so is she. He also, like, did not murder her, which I have Mm -hmm. seen going around in certain circles, right? um that's also not what happened. Yeah. So just to run through like, and this is the this is a, a developing story, an evolving story. We don't actually know all the details of what happened and how it happened, but just to run through some of the details. So first of all, she was a really special person. Um I didn't know her personally, but uh my partner worked with her partner and they knew each other and um by all accounts she was just a really awesome human and she like just has such a backstory, you know. Like she grew up in Ukraine, and she was a journalist, uh, an investigative journalist in Ukraine. Mm. But she always loved film, and she always loved movies. She ended up coming to the U.S. to be with her, you know, husband, who eventually became yeah. her her husband. She went through AFI, and like they sacrificed to like spend the money because AFI is not cheap, and they sacrificed to spend the money to put her through AFI. They have an eight year old son, like. This is like – it's a life that I think <laughs> – I was talking to my mom last night, and she was – she just started tearing up immediately because mm-hmm. she was like, I just immediately thought of you. You know, it feels like it could be any of us. Oh, yeah. Um, and that is it, – it does hit close to home mm-hmm. because you go, oh, wow, I can so relate to this person who made sacrifices and did all this for the love of her art. You know, and she finally was getting to a a really exciting point in her career of like, you know, I think she had done a couple features, but like, it's a big deal to be a woman who is the director of photography or the cinematographer on a feature film. It's a big deal. There aren't as many as one would hope. And so I think that's also makes it just hard, like when you lose someone who had to fight so hard to get where they are, like, yeah. It's tough. Okay. What also sucks is just, like, the situation around it, right? Mm-hmm. Because this is a low-budget film. Oh, We've just been talking about the IATSE situation. Oh,
0: I can get into the brain.
1: And we we talked about, like, this is what people are fighting for. They're fighting for health and safety. It is literally life and death. Literally. Now, should it be life and death yeah. on a film set? Probably not. Um, but... You are working with dangerous equipment sometimes. Now, I have a whole opinion about guns and the fact that, like, why the fuck are we using real guns on film sets anymore? Yep. Like, we have 3D printers and we have all these advanced CGI and all this shit. Why are we working with real guns?
0: If you're, like, let's say using a weapon on set, my purview is I think it should be safe enough for a five-year-old to handle. Mm -hmm. Now we're all sluts for authenticity and we love the like fucking i don't know why you use yeah. a real gun i'm not making an excuse for you but blanks no no the fact that they're like could have been a live round in there no the fact that like you're not just editing in gunshots in post
1: why why it's just money it's just money it's money capitalism is. oh
0: that's the thing That's the fucking thing. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people make fun of us for being like, capitalism is evil. And like, we live in a capitalist society. So like, what are you going to do? No, bitch. This is what we mean. This is what we fucking mean. When you put money ahead of human life, people fucking die. We are not being hyperbolic. Yeah. It's the producers were being little stingy bitches. And now someone is dead. Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations. And then the whole discussion about like, oh, when do we get back and start shooting it? No, no, don't make the film. Don't make that movie. Don't make it. Don't
1: make that movie. We don't need it. We don't need it.
0: We don't need this anymore.
1: No, we really don't. Um,
0: Motherfucker. Well, this Capitalism is the other is thing. Capitalism is fucking evil. This is the other thing. Jesus. Like
1: What people, I think, need to understand about what was happening on this set is that it was not good for all of the reasons that we've been talking about with, like, the IATSE strike. They put the whole crew up in a hotel in Albuquerque, which is 50 miles away from Santa Fe. So they had to drive an hour to and from set every day. So those 12, 13-hour days turn into 15-hour days, right? They had their entire unit. Union camera crew walk off the set because of not getting paid and because of this whole like bait and switch with the hotels and the hours. And they were just like, we're not fucking doing it. That morning, and this is unrelated, except that it is. Yeah. Yeah fish rots from the head. It's it's not that the union camera crew leaving, like not the camera crew isn't handling the firearms, but it is an indication of what kind of production it was. It's a production where they were cutting corners, where they were not valuing human beings over money. And so they brought in this-
0: theoretical profit.
1: Yeah. They brought in this non-union crew that morning- to, like, step in as the camera crew. Um, they had had two, and and safety was one of the issues because they had had two accidental misfires the day before. One day before with the stuntman. And everyone was freaked out except apparently the producers or the yeah. UPN. You know, like, you have these, it's it's a breakdown of lots of different things, right? I, I'm not going to sit here and put the blame on any one person. I don't think it was Alec Baldwin's fault. No. Um, other than him being a producer and perhaps contributing to some of that shit right Mm -hmm. as an actor no blame on him yeah um there is a first ad who picked it up and said cold gun is it that person's fault There is an armorer who's also like 24 and maybe should not have been the armorer on a set like this that's all i'm gonna say i don't I mean, she's also one of these like guns are awesome, love guns, 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 which is like I think Ew. you kind of have to be to be make your living as an armorer, but like I don't think a twenty four year old should probably be number one in charge on a set like that. Probably not. Um, that no shade that, to you. All of that feels icky. Um, but look, and there's a prop a prop manager. Like there are all these people who had one little hand in it and you know there's gonna be there's an investigation like an actual criminal investigation with police and the whole deal right there's gonna be an investigation it's gonna come out it's not alec baldwin killed someone it's this production killed a woman Mm -hmm. and it's fucking bullshit it's 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 2021 why are we dealing with this? But this is the same shit, like, a couple years ago. Remember when Sarah, Sarah. Uh, got run over by the frickin' train? A PA was killed by the train on set a couple years ago, not protected by a union. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was horrible. Yeah. And, like, we all know that this can happen. And with the guns, it's like, we Brandon Lee died in, what, 96? We all know that this can happen. Like, this is not okay yeah and i think the other thing the thing that makes it especially disgusting is um the way people want to twist things to fit their own bullshit narrative like i know like candace owens has said shit and all these other people and they're all like because they hate alec baldwin because he played trump and on snl skewering
0: celebrities is a form of entertainment uh-huh. Which is
1: just like a fucking gateway to like the egregious disrespect of Helena Hutchins. So the worst one that I saw was today, actually just before we started recording, I saw an article about how Donald Trump Jr. was selling shirts in his online store that said, guns don't kill people. Alec Baldwin kills people. I was like, okay. Let's put aside the fact that your father killed over half a million Americans by neglecting to respond to the COVID crisis and then fomenting anti-vaccination. I forgot like, that Donald Trump killed my dad. Yeah, Donald Trump did kill your father. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> so like a little bit. Yeah. But even let's put that aside. Yeah. A gun killed this woman. Alec Baldwin did not pick up a gun with the intention of killing Helena Hutchins. The gun killed her. Like, it, it, it proves your own point, actually. Yeah. That, like, the gun killed her. The gun killed her. So I'm just, like, I'm over these people who want to just use this human being's death... For their own fucking bullshit. And they always say, oh, well, it's the re- it's the left that politicizes gun violence. Like, every time there's a mass shooting, you guys are all calling for gun reforms. I'm like, yeah, because it would actually make a difference and prevent future mass shootings. So if I'm yeah. calling for more gun safety on sets, or maybe, I don't know, don't use a fucking real gun, make it look like a real gun. How fucking hard is that? I also, really? I also can't believe don't
0: shoot children while they're trying to learn in school has become political.
1: I know. But I know. <laughs> but this is where we are, Allie. We have to just accept fine. the bullshit that comes to us. Fine, fine. But like, Fuck it. Yeah, that is an appropriate response to say, oh my gosh, this is a horrible thing that's happened. How can we make sure this doesn't happen to anybody else's fucking family?
0: Yeah. You know what? Fuck us for wanting less guns. You're right. Like, what?
1: <laughs> I know. No. I know. No. I know.
0: And that's the thing. I remember when... Sarah died the PA it was all like slates for Sarah across like everyone's fucking like I'm losing the word for it the like clicky clacker
1: the, <laughs> the slate the slate thank you yes slates for Sarah thank you the, the um, clicky clacker though for those who are in the industry you the, know the thing it's got the black and white it's a clicky clacker cl- you know what clacker. it is
0: guys please work on any set that i'm on we will call things by their proper names clicky clacker clicky clacker um but like it all said slates for sarah and that was very touching but you know what didn't happen actual fucking change yeah actually
1: basically anything
0: actual any kind of improvement so now i'm enjoying the discussion around do we need to have a gun on set the answer is no the answer is no um because again any prop should be safe enough for a five-year-old to pick up yeah especially if it's a weapon um
1: there's no reason for any weapon to be loaded ever there's no reason there's no reason why would why should a weapon be loaded on a set yeah why
0: even your most gnarled up fucking method actors i'm sure would be like yeah don't hand me a loaded weapon i would not like to do murder today
1: yeah, that's not my preference. That's what when I walk on. I'm set, aware
0: my character is shooting someone. I would like I a person would like to not do
1: that. I don't need to have that experience in order to empathize with my character. Exactly. Thank you. If Daniel Day Lewis is like, I don't need a gun. You don't need a gun. You don't need a gun. So I hate this. I hate. I hate the way the human woman is being lost in all this. I hate the way it's being used as it's not even it's not even being politicized it's being used as a very specific political attack on one singular person Alec Baldwin um I hate all of it I hate that there are guns on set I hate that this is all coming in the midst of like all of us finally like fucking trying to do something about health and safety on film sets like it feels like even though (laughs) like it just feels like A step backwards and it just feels like is this really what has to happen for any fucking change to happen like I don't think it is I think there's a better way to do this and it doesn't have to come at the cost of a human being's life that's how I feel yeah that's what I got it's a real downer real downer real downer for this comedy podcast yep uh
0: this is the worst transition and i dread it every time it happens
1: yeah you offered to do this though. i did
0: i did because i could not follow this up with Domois either sure
1: sure <laughs> got know? it got it
0: like <laughs> but now it w- it wasn't gonna be good
1: either way <laughs> but and now I it's picked the
0: harder road your You're responsibility
1: yeah right. <laughs> To pick us up, Allie. Oh, God. Pick us up and put us in a better place. You know what? It's... Like a little elf on the shelf. Put I us in hate the... the elf on the shelf. I know you do. I said it just to make you mad. <laughs> I hate
0: the elf on the shelf. Oh, God. Make I... us
1: feel better. What do you love I... or hate to say that you I... love?
0: I hate to say it. Okay. But I love uh, soup. I hate to say it because I don't even have a real strong feeling about it. I hate to say it because this is... I guess what I have right now, what I have oh, no. right now is, um, is soup. Is soup okay? Is soup man, look, times are tough. Times are tough. It finally got cold, and I bulk bought veggie stock in the hopes of making soup. Eventually, okay. I made a soup. I was like, everything is shit. Um, how do I get a hug from the inside? <laughs> oh, a soup is a hug from the inside. Is we do a soup. We oh, do a soup. That's man. wonderful. I made my pumpkin curry coconut fucking. Soup. Oh yeah, you. Uh, that's a good one. Again, that's a good a classic
1: alley a soup. A classic
0: alley soup. Um, Rob before was like, "Are you one of those pumpkin people that like waits all year round to like have the pumpkin thing?" And I was like, "No, because I cook with pumpkin
1: all the all, time. all the time." She I, doesn't care. I am
0: not. I am never denied a pumpkin.
1: You do enjoy a seasonal pumpkin.
0: Because, so. Come yeah, on. yeah. Come on. We said it on this fucking podcast. I was like, I'm drinking a Bath and Body Works
1: candle and I don't hate it. I know you You don't hate it. In it's fact, pretty great. It's
0: great. Um, So I I have no idea what kind of soups I'm going to like start making. It just looks like it's cooling off and we are finally moving into like wear more clothes weather, which is always great. I'm in the largest sweater of all time. Mm. It used to be my grandma's. Um. And that's that's what I got. Nothing beats a good soup. Nothing beats a good soup on a shitty day, man. I would like you to
1: tell me some of your favorite soups. Because this is a shallow
0: topic and no, we have nowhere to go on I it. No, because None I, I know. actually have I n- opinions. I know about that's soups. how you don't feel about it. I'm saying this is how I feel about it. I was like, I'm
1: going to bring in a weird dud topic and we're going to see where it fucking goes. Here's the thing, Allie. I have ADHD, so I'm interested in everything. Fine. Everything <laughs> is fascinating to me. What are your favorite soups?
0: Um, <laughs> Love a good chicken noodle.
1: Oh, interesting. Love a...
0: Like just... So like a clear broth Anything soup. Chicken anything. Okay. Like chicken dumpling, chicken rice. How do you feel I about... I love a carrot ginger. About a thick versus a thin soup. I, I, I'm not a bisque person.
1: Oh, I love a bisque. I don't
0: do a lobster bisque. I, I don't do clam bisque. chowder.
1: What the, about a tomato bisque? Fine. I don't know... I don't do the red clam chowder. Which one is that? Manhattan. Don't do that. No. Um... New England all the way
0: I yeah tomato soup confuses me it's somewhere between marinara and ketchup mm. and I don't know how to eat it other than to with dunk a grilled cheese. cheese in it
1: <laughs> that is the only appropriate way but to I eat tomato bit. can't eat it with a spoon no it's kind of weird it's, it's weird. weird um I wonder like all, all, I could almost drink it out of a mug tomato bisque i think mm. i have done that before I mean, you yeah, know it's kind of like oh, tomato microwavy
0: like soups that were really popular when we were in college that you would like put them in the microwave and yeah. you just like drink it yeah i have those um love an alphabet soup because i'm a, a child
1: i love a broccoli cheddar i love a broccoli cheddar i love any soup with lots of cheese in it <gasps> yeah french onion soup french
0: onions great i'm allergic to french uh. onion now because there's a giant hunk of bread
1: in it oh damn damn fair i forgot about the bread i was mostly thinking about the cheese that sits on top oh, of the good cheese i love the like crusty Ugh. cheese on the side yes like it's like burnt so good what about a bread bowl i love a bread bowl love how a do you bread bowl? You when I when, I when i when i can eat I'm bread so I, I i forgot I a bread bowl. literally 15 seconds later yeah. that you can't eat bread
0: yep yeah
1: great <laughs> good for me such a good friend oh we're doing great we're doing great guys <laughs> we're love doing it, great love an italian wedding <laughs> I make a – do you make a distinction between soups and stews and also where does chili fall? I have a lot of questions about soup.
0: I think chili is a stew. Okay. And I think that stews are not soups. Okay.
1: So what else would you call a stew? Because Italian wedding I kind of think of as a stew.
0: No, I think it's more broth. Hmm. It's more brothy.
1: So what else is a stew besides chili then? What about like a beef stroganoff?
0: I can't picture it in my brain so I can't answer this. That
1: might not be a soup. Is that a soup? I think it's a
0: stroganoff.
1: <laughs> I don't know what a stroganoff is.
0: <laughs> I don't know either, but I'm pretty sure I've it's that forgotten. instead of a soup. Because if it was a soup, it would be called beef stroganoff soup. No, I think it's I think it's a thing. Like I think stroganoff I think is a, a I think stroganoff
1: is a noun. That's What I'm getting at? Yeah, sure, but I think it's a noun for thick soup slash stew.
0: This someone's going to tell us. Always <laughs> devolves into a sandwich conversation, which is I think one of my favorite conversations to have is like, what isn't is not a sandwich sure, sure. So I think soup falls into a similarly ambiguous mm-hmm. category
1: because like are chowders soups? I think a chowder is a soup. I do too. I don't know about chili because it's it's it, yeah, I think you're right. There's a spectrum of like soup to not soup and like there you have to decide where you draw yeah. that. On line one end for is yourself. straight broth and the right. other end is chili. Yes. So where is your line? Because
0: straight broth is not soup, it's broth.
1: Oh, it's a circle. Yeah, it's a circle of soup. It goes back around again. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, I you know what, though? I feel that chili gives me while I do not consider a chili a soup, it gives me a similar sense of coziness.
0: Yeah, I did that thing where I like I think my mom got on a chili kick when I was Mm. little and like made a lot of chili and now I can't eat it as much. And like, I got on a chili kick when I was like going through some financially hard times and like, I can't eat chili. (laughs) I
1: love chili, but I have to tell you, that's another one that I do not eat with a spoon. I eat it only with tortilla chips. Oh. I use them as my spoon, and thus I eat the chili. Got it. So it ends up being very carb-heavy. <laughs> Got it. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. i like you,
0: man. I love a soup. If all else fails, like, I can make a soup, and yeah. I'm glad I have that option back in my fucking life. Yeah. I'm like, let me just make my soup. Oh, God damn it. We take what we can get, Erin. We do. We just take what we can get. Yep.
1: That's what I'm going to be doing in my love. So. Exactly. So <laughs> what, what do you love? What do you hate to say you love? I don't hate to say it. I'm proudly wearing my unicorn onesie. I love a rainy, cozy day
0: great i think you and your partner in the mi-
1: are in the middle of one right we now. sure are like even though it's evening like yes we're in the middle of one yes um i love it like i did so i did have to work today but it was very exciting when i woke up and it was raining and we knew it was going to be raining because it said like a hundred percent chance of rain today which yeah. is quite unusual for southern california i will say like you know maybe this maybe rainy cozy days are Less exciting to people who live where it rains all the time, but I could get down with one even in Florida. Like, love a rainy, cozy day.
0: Yeah. For the people who don't live in Southern California, a rainy day is basically your equivalent of a snow day. Yes. <laughs> or like, with it's rarity, <laughs> and I can't get in my car and do something. I'm just choosing not to because it's snowing.
1: Yeah. So um, we got really excited. And like the first thing he did this morning was he went, I'm going to put on my onesie. And I was like, I have to go to work. And he was like too bad for you. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that's kind of cute. But it's like, we've had kind of a child's day today. Mm. We put on our onesies. He's been coloring. I got out a book. I made you both hot cocoa. Oh, you made us hot cocoa. Thank you, mom. <laughs> Mommy came over and made us hot cocoa. And Pizza Daddy delivered us pasta for lunch. Great. Thank you, Daddy Pizza. Um, Who's Daddy Pizza? <laughs> is it Rob? No, it's just a regular Local is pizza that your postmate? <laughs> your postmate is Daddy Pizza. Yeah. At Postmates, please <laughs> Daddy tip pizza. Daddy Pizza an extra 20 bucks. <laughs> Mommy Coco and Daddy Pizza. Oh, so God. we so just weird. like and we just it, it's about here's the thing. A true like rainy cozy day is also about following all of your coziest impulses. Mm-hmm. So like if your coziest impulse says I want pizza and pasta for lunch. You get both. If your cozy impulse says I'm gonna drink a sprite like when I was sick and I was seven years old, you're gonna do that. Okay. So what I'm hearing, hearing is a color. You ha- yeah. I mean, it's like
0: look. what I'm hearing is you had a no bones day.
1: <laughs> That's exactly what I was about to say. Yes. I mean we had a no bones day. <laughs> um also I've been thinking about this and I really think (laughs) I've been thinking long and hard about noodle the pug
0: (laughs) not only I brought it up and you were like fuck you and now you're like so I've been having a deep meditation on noodle the
1: pug pug, and where noodle fits into my life (laughs) and into my spirituality yeah um (laughs) <laughs> the answer into is into the church of Viola Davis. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, what is? Where is? Where does Noodle the Pug fit? Is Noodle the Oracle of? Noodle is the Burning Bush. Oh, Noodle is the Burning Bush. So Noodle shows. Wait, but then, anthropo- what are we?
0: anthropomorphized Holy Spirit?
1: Okay, and we are followers, and we are followers, <laughs> but we can still see Noodle, or is Noodle like John the Baptist?
0: Why would Noodle be like John the Baptist? Is Noodle
1: a prophet?
0: No. Okay,
1: it's just that only Moses saw the burning bush, so the the metaphor is breaking down think, for me. I
0: think Moses only Are saw the, Moses. I think Moses only saw the burning bush because Moses was the only motherfucker just hanging out in the desert. That's true. That's true. I don't take him see, being the only person to see the burning bush like indicative of a crowd that was around. Also, him.
1: maybe he was just the only man to see the burning bush. Exactly. Am I right? The only Hebrew man to see the burning bush. Right. Since everybody else gets erased from history. Yeah. Um, okay. So Noodle the Pug is the worldly manifestation of the Holy Spirit, Michael Google.
0: Mm-hmm. Is that
1: what I'm getting?
0: Yes, because okay. that is essentially how he found Noodle. That is true.
1: That is true. I'm good at
0: metaphor, man. Wow,
1: this is very good. This is very good. <laughs> so very important. I've come full circle on Noodle okay. the Pub. I've done a complete 180. I hated Noodle the Pug last week. This week, I love Noodle the Pug, and it's noodle is great. That, that being said. <laughs> because you fully leaned into No Bones Day. Fully leaned in. Um, also leaned into bones day though yeah Saturday was a bones day mm-hmm. and we left the house oh and we went out into public with our dog dressed in a bone sweater a oh, so, bone sweater it's so you cute. tell me what a bones day is Um. Yeah. I. We didn't check noodle today. Mm -hmm. We made our own determination that it's a rainy day noodle. The pug bones day. No bones day. Mm -hmm. Um. And so yeah, it's all about following your coziest impulses. Following also like your childlike impulses. We watched Hocus Pocus, and we also watched some Halloween shorts to kind of feel the spooky season. Mm. Um. We're gonna have pie for dinner after this. (laughs) Love. This is just where we are today. Um. I will be happy. Having cherry pie as I always do. Uh-huh. I love a cherry fruit pie. Um, I don't know what other pie will be ordered. Perhaps an apple pie. Oh, I don't know. You know what other hocus
0: pocus costume I love? If you and Rob want to do one, what is uh, the Gary and Penny Marshall <gasps> of it all, mm. where he's the devil and she's just like in a bathrobe with her like rollers. with the rollers?
1: Yes, I love. Th- I don't know if I've ever caught this moment before, but she calls her Medusa. Because she has rollers in her hair. Oh, yeah. She's like, oh, like, basically, like, our master, Satan, is married to Medusa. Yeah. I was like, that's really – that's clever. Yeah. That's a clever one. Some good jokes in that movie. I know. The jokes hold up. Yeah. The jokes hold up, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, have yourself a cozy day, whether it's raining or not. Pick a day. Have a no-bones day. Like, and honestly – it was even great – yeah, I had to work. Yeah, I had to, like, do a couple things for the podcast. It was fine. I worked for a couple hours, and then I just, like, took my bones out, set them in the office, and I went and lay, laid on the couch without any bones in. Then we watched Great Bit of British Bake Off. That's a great cozy watch. And it was – it's so cozy. It's a cozy show. Yeah. So highly recommend. Take all your hard clothes off. Get dressed head to toe. And if you don't have a unicorn onesie or a panda onesie um, – I don't know, maybe like a bathrobe or something, something Mm -hmm. soft, something very soft and potentially one piece just for the uncomplicated nature of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And just cozy all day long. Yeah. I love a cozy day. I love coziness Mm. in general.
0: Feels good. Anyway, how do you feel? (gasps) Yeah. I win.
1: Mm. (laughs) You know, I still feel cozy. Good. I feel very strongly that I will return to my cozy evening mm-hmm. after this. I have faith in you. Um, so I'm going to, like, keep cozing for the rest of the night. I'm going to – I have a book sitting out there. I saw it. It looked start. intriguing. It's called – what's it called? The X-Hex. The X-Hex. Yeah. So – oh, that's my <laughs> other <laughs> – this is my other big thing right now, Allie. Uh-huh. I'm only reading books about witches for the rest of the month.
0: So because you're only reading books about Books written by women. You're only reading books written by women about about witches. witches. Oh, you have to read that teen book that we found.
1: Oh, you know what? I have a lot of my TBR about witches, Allie, okay? Okay. I got a lot of witch books. So I'm I'm currently reading a book called The Witch's Heart, which came out this year. It's Uh like very uh, Nordic. It's a Nordic story about a witch who like falls in love with Loki and they're doing things. Um, And I'm also reading a book called... uh, it's, I I haven't developed an opinion on it, so whatever, but it's like a nonfiction book about, like, how to be a basic witch.
0: <laughs> oh, is it the one written by Jaya? I don't know. Maybe. Do you know this person? No, she's a Twitter person I follow.
1: Oh, okay, great. Well, it, it might be her. I think it is. Um, and then I have, like, I also checked out from Libby a bunch of, like, actual books about witchcraft and um, different spells and such, just for fun, because why not?
0: Let's go full witch.
1: I'm going full fucking witch. Oh, but now... you're not into woo woo. You don't do woo woo.
0: I love witches. What do you get? It? I've always loved witches. The witch and woo Venn diagram is a fucking circle.
1: <sighs> <You> no, <know>, it's <laughs> almost a circle. <laughs> it's like a very small little sliver, like a crescent moon. Okay. Anyway,
0: <laughs> how do you feel, Allie? Um, I feel good just to share about Penny Marshall. Aaron and I hung out this weekend and I went out in my Penny Marshall um sweatshirt. She sure did. And a a gentle old man.
1: Oh, a gentleman.
0: Asked me if I had gotten my sweatshirt from working on a Penny Marshall film. He said, film. Oh, what movie did you work on? Like I worked on a Penny Marshall film and I wish I wish I worked on a Penny Marshall film Ugh. and got it as a wrap gift. I ordered it on the internet from Super Yaki.
1: It was a it was a blessed moment. Yeah,
0: but then I was just like, someone thinks I worked on a Penny Marshall film. That is nice. Yeah,
1: and he was so friendly,
0: <laughs> so friendly to these
1: two loud young women. <laughs> yeah, these two aggressively millennial. <laughs> women and i was like that's kind that's kind i was like
0: bless you kind sir so that's where we're at this is the part where i pull up to see if we have any any reviews and then i bitch about the fact that we don't have any reviews you know
1: i would like to take a different tack today i don't want to bitch about it um i think that all of you are beautiful
0: Uh and all of
1: you are doing the best you can And if the best you can today is to scroll all the way down in your Apple Podcasts and like go to the place where it says write a review and then actually write one. But it only has to be shrimp and unicorn emojis is the truth. Um... That's great. And if the best you can today is to send us an email, erinandally at gmail.com, with a message that you want us to read, that's great. And if the best you can today is to tell a friend about our podcast, someone who might also like it, someone who also is a witch, I don't know, perhaps. We're both witches. um, Then that's great. If the best you can do today is that you just got to the end of the podcast, fucking good for you. Thanks for listening. You're slaying life. Like a goddamn dragon. Yeah. Good job. Good job to you. You're all doing a good job. Look, that's just where we are today. Yeah. We love soup and being cozy. Yeah.
0: We're not going to give you any sort of tall ask,
1: right? No tall asks today.
0: No hard clothes or tall asks.
1: (laughs) if you do leave us a review, we will read it yeah back to you always and email us fun. we'll read whatever the fuck you yeah email we'll to read us. anything erin and alley at gmail.com you can also um, hit us on social media at erin and alley slide into our dms we're also on the tiktok now so instagram that's true tiktok we're at Erin and Allie in all the places. Yep. I'm at Allie Chan. Oh, and I started a YouTube channel for us also. You did. You've been doing a lot. <laughs> I've done the most this week. So if you ever want to share like a quick clip or just see, there's actually an outtake on our YouTube this week Oh um, yeah, with of Shay. Shay the dog and me and Allie doing a little song that you might yeah. remember by the Baja Boys.
0: Um, Baja
1: men. Baja men. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, Aaron. <laughs> oh, God. But the, the alliteration would have been so much better. Anyway, <gasps> check out our YouTube channel. Just it's Aaron and Allie hate everything or Erin and Allie. You know, we're the same thing all the places. Just Google it, man. Just Google it. It's so <laughs> nice that your name is spelled so weird. Thank you. It's such a blessing to us. Yeah, but
0: we're also assuming people will type it in the right way.
1: You'll find us. They're, if they're listening, they're looking at your name.
0: You know what? I I've... Put that faith in so many people that have just, you know, fumbled the ball.
1: Anyway, I met Aaron the Rye if you want to find me. I met Allie Chan. I think I said that. A-L-I-E-E. Whatever. I was a very cool 13-year-old, guys.
0: I routinely forget that my government name is Allison.
1: <laughs> I do, too. Because <laughs> I'm not an Allison. You're an Ali Elizabeth, and we all know it.
0: It's not my middle Allie name, either. Elizabeth
1: Chan. Love of my life.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm Erin. And
0: I'm Allie. And, and we, we hate, hate
1: everything. La 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 I haven't scattered in a while.
0: When was the last time you scattered? Is that a thing you do?
1: 2016. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>